Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? You can't necessarily always see what's happening underneath the soil in the hearts of the people you're teaching and preaching. It's God's invisible process. And this is also true. I want us to recognize something. This is also true when it comes to the Word of God in your life. Okay, hear me on this. Because many times as men and women, we'll we'll read and study the Bible as an intellectual pursuit. Like maybe other books. But it's not an intellectual pursuit all by itself. There's an intellectual aspect to it. You know, you learn things through your mind. But there's something so special about the living and active Word of God. It's God-breathed. It's His Word. And so when it goes in the soil of our hearts, it does something. It transforms us. Pastor David Gusick said this. He said, this shows that the Word of God works invisibly within us. God promised that His Word would accomplish that purpose for which He sends it. So when you hear the Word, it works in you, even as you sleep. It works in you spiritually in a way that is invisible to our eyes. That's what the Word of God does. Don't neglect the Word of God. This is why we're a church that is the foundation of this church is the Word of God. You know, because it tells us everything about our King, about our Lord. We wouldn't know about the Holy Spirit. We wouldn't know about the triune nature of our Lord. We wouldn't know about His his death, burial, and resurrection, at least accurately, without the Word. The Word of God is the foundation. It's the seed that grows within our hearts. Pastor Guzik quoted Isaiah 55.11, which I think I mentioned in my prayer, but I always like to mention this, that God's word doesn't return void. But let me read to you Isaiah 55.10 and 11 for the context. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be. That goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. His word, when you study it, when you take it in, when you hear it, when you listen to it, it will do something in you. It will change you from the inside out if you're willing, if the soil is right. It's something very special. We read and study God's word because it will not return void. And we know that a process takes place and it's invisible to us at times. But we just have to have that element of faith. We trust the process. But notice this. God's process is the one that actually created the seed. Second, the purpose of that seed, verse 10 tells tells us that it may give seed to the sower. He did this. He created his word and his gospel to give to you and I the ones who are to sow the seed, who are to preach the gospel. But once we sow it, God's invisible process takes over, and then eventually, if it's in good soil, we see a change. We see it sprout. 
We see it take root. But again, it takes faith. It takes faith. Now, not only that, but, you know, if you've planted things, like I said, sometimes I plant things, I forget what it is. But, you know, if I, this year I planted watermelon for the first time. It was great. We got some watermelon. You know, they're not huge, but they taste great. But I planted a watermelon seed. And it's no surprise I got watermelon. Now, if I plant corn and I expect cucumbers, we got a problem. And I don't know if I've mentioned to you guys, this is why doctrine is so important. Because whatever you sow into the ground, whatever you sow into the soil, is the crop you're going to get back. Do you understand that? Whatever we plant is what we should harvest. Pastor Chuck, in his uh, Word for Today study Bible, he wrote this, talking about um, the seed of the Word of God. It says uh, this, In the DNA molecules within the seed is all the coded information to recreate a new plant. It is glorious. I, every time I read that, it is. I just hear Pastor Chuck's voice. It is glorious, you know. <laughs> you know that Pastor Chuck, is, there's only one. Um, but he says, it is glorious that the word of God, like a seed with the information encoded in it, will make us like Jesus. When the word of God is planted in your heart, its transforming power will change you into the image of Christ. Not only are we to be the ones who sow the seed for others, but you and I are a result of the seed of the Word of God. We're being transformed. Transformed into the likeness of our King. Do you understand that? You and I are becoming more like Him, or at least that's what we're supposed to do. That's what's supposed to happen with the seed of the Word of God in our hearts. We're being transformed to His DNA. This is what I love. That growth, though, will not cease, will not stop until you enter heaven. It's an entire process. Your whole life is a farmer's field. Do you recognize that? You're to be transformed. Your DNA is to be changed to that of Jesus Christ. Which is, again, why the Word of God is so important in our lives. We must take the Word of God in. There are many other elements to the Christian faith, but we need the Word of God. I really like how Pastor John Corson explains this process. He writes it this way, he says, As he sows seed, a farmer doesn't understand exactly how the seed grows. Yet one day he looks out the window and sees a crop. Keep in mind, Jesus is talking about the mystery of the effect of the word. And like the seed sown by the farmer, it's inexplicable how studying the scriptures causes the kingdom to be established within us and among us. People who are not believers think we are crazy to come week by week to study a page or two from a book thousands of years old. Yet when we study the word corporately and have devotions personally, something happens miraculously. We begin to look at life differently and good fruit begins to grow. Oh, we are not perfect, he says. Amen? <laughs> are you looking at me? And he says, we have a long way to go, but the process has begun. It's a beautiful process. And know this, but when it's time for you to go, you won't remain on earth one second longer than you're supposed to. When it's harvest time, he will take you and I home. Verse 29, but when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. You know, your reaction to this verse will tell you a lot about your faith. You know, I remember Pastor Chuck was talking about one of his grandkids who was worried because he came out of Sunday school and he said, Grandpa, Grandpa, um, the teacher said that God is always watching me. <laughs> and he was just fretting. And Pastor Chuck looked at him and he said, well, you know, that's because God loves you so much he can't take his eyes off you. And I love that example because that will also tell you a lot about your own faith. 
God is watching you. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'll just leave it right there. But each one of us, we have an appointed time. Do you understand this? I want you to really understand this because I think we often, we ignore this topic. And you've heard me say it before. I think I stole it from Pastor Greg Laurie. He said, you know, the statistics on death are staggering. One out of every one, okay? The thing is, is that you personally have a date on the calendar, a specific day, a specific hour, a very specific minute, a very specific second on the calendar before the foundations of the earth. You have an appointment to stand in front of Jesus Christ. It's a reality. It's not something that's made up. You will stand in front of Jesus one day. That appointment is set. Now, it may be that we all go together. But I'm talking about the rapture of the church. Again, if you haven't noticed, it's any day now. I mean, we know nothing has to happen. It's imminent. Oh, you've been saying that for years. Yeah, and we're going to keep saying it until we hear the trumpet. Because he's coming. But you and I, regardless of that, if we aren't raptured, we all will have a personal rapture. We will all one day stand in front of Jesus Christ. As that old song, I love that old song. It'll be such a celebration, though, in heaven. You know, he'll wipe away all our tears. All of us as believers, don't you just long for that day? And that old song says this, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory. We win because he already won. We win because it's his plan. It's his kingdom. He is ruling and reigning. And he's on his throne. And Jesus, though, is going to go on to give a warning to his disciples in this next little passage that oftentimes is misconstrued. It's misinterpreted. But I want us to look at this. Verse 30 through 32, Jesus says this. Then he said, To what shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what parable shall we picture it? It is like a mustard seed which, when it is sown on the ground, is smaller than all the seeds on earth. But when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs and shoots out large branches so that the birds of the air may nest under its shade. Understand something first, where it says it's the smallest seed on earth, that word means land, it means in the land, it means Israel. It was the smallest seed they recognized, that they understood. So it's not a contradiction in scripture. But also understand this. This is not a beautiful picture of nature that you might think it is. Now, me personally, I love to sit in my backyard. You know, I put my earphones in because I'm near the highway, so i got to drown out the traffic. But I like to sit in my backyard and watch the little birds. It's beautiful. God's creation is beautiful. But that's not what is being said here. Remember what Jesus said. To understand all the parables he's going to teach, you have to understand the first one, the cipher. Okay, and what did he say about the birds of the air in his first parable? Don't panic. We're not going backwards in the book of Mark. I'm just, just a reference, okay? But in verses 3 and 4, this is what Jesus said. Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. These are not good. Not only that, but he gives us the interpretation in verse 14 and 15. The sower sows the word, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear Satan... This has been Hold Fast a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website.
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, GolgothaFellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A Fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.